Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Oh, 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 it's Mac and Bo on your radio, baby. This is my friend, Matt. Posh, come on, Posh. This is my friend, T-Bone. What's up, the fun? Oh. I can't go to work without listening to Mac and Bone. Let's do it live. WFNZ, Mac and Bone, hanging with y'all. Eight o'clockers, welcome aboard. We've recapped the hoops from last night. Wake Forest won a bubble battle last night against fellow bubble team. Uh, Pittsburgh blew them out. Put it on them in the second half at the Joel. Now they got Duke at the Joel on Saturday. Duke's got Miami tonight. State, you lost another just heartbreaker. And Bone brought up a good question. Is your heart still breaking on these many close losses, or are you numb to what's going on? Uh, and uh, we've got Charlotte in action tonight against Memphis. Big game for the 49ers against Penny Hardaway squad. So we got that going on. We talked Brian Burns' situation. Now that Joe Person has told us uh, what his sources said the offer was last year, five years, $27 million per third highest edge rusher in the league, and Burns turned it down, said, no, I want 30. Uh, so all this has been good conversation. We have a reality TV conversation coming up. We got Sam Farber joining us at 825 to talk New Look Hornets, and we're getting ready to talk about this Fields Falcons hub bub going on. Yeah, if you could safely text, send them in, 704-570-9610, the WFNZ FanDuel text line is open and popping, and the Charlotte Comfort Systems temperature right now, Mackers feels to me like uh, not stalling at all here as it wasn't prepared. Feels like 35 degrees. Choose local. Choose Charlotte Comfort at charlottecomfortsystems.com. I'm very, very nervous, dare I say apprehensive, about this hour because at the end of this hour, you gave me a task that's built for me, but it's an emotional one for me also. here. We're we're talking reality TV. Yesterday with Stro, Ashley Stro line on, we started talking about Love is Blind and the one that has has all the, the folks that are living right. in Charlotte on it, stuff like that. And uh, today, we, we will take reality conversation to a further. Bone will do at 845 his top five reality TV shows ever. I right now have it down to 12 or five spots. I told you before the show. Like choosing children. Yeah, this would be like asking <laughs> Philip Rivers, hey, rank your top five kids. <laughs> how do you do it? Can you not give me 10 here? Can I get a top 10? I don't know how to do this. Uh, so we got that coming up at 845. My but- poor housewives. Where do they fall into this thing? Oh I don't my know. God. And then you have all the different versions well, of housewives? Well, it would just be the franchise. Yeah, I don't know if you oh, can do Oh, really? Yeah, you just do the whole franchise? There's 11 franchises. Where are they going to fit them all in but here? But they're all different, right? Like there's different dynamics, different people. Oh, so I got to do Dubai, I got to do it by different <laughs> yeah, franchises. I feel like you do. Holy crap! I feel like you do. All right, now he has 22 left uh, to How choose about from. You give me a top 50. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Um, the Justin Fields Atlanta Falcon hype. It's inevitable it was going to happen, right? He's a Georgia kid. Atlanta needs a quarterback desperately. Um, but then you throw in the speculation of Fields unfollowed the Bears on Instagram. Look at all the Falcons players he's following. And then you have this. Jordan Schultz, NFL insider, on with our guy Zach Gelb last night. Listen to this. 
But I, <laughs> the, the Falcons, there is absolutely a building buzz uh, among the NFL that the Falcons would be in play for Justin Fields. Obviously, he's from Gainesville, Georgia, and, and grew up there. And the Falcons, another team. I, like When I think about Atlanta with Justin Fields, I just there's something about a backfield shared by him and Bajon Robinson that really gets me fired up. You know, I just, I see it. You know, you can really see how that can materialize and be something super special. Um, you know, I think Chicago's in a position where it's probably more than likely they're going to reset the clock, get Caleb Williams number one, maybe get another wide receiver to compliment DJ Moore, and then build their roster out from there. But they have so many needs. And it's my understanding that Fields at this point probably commands a late first-round pick. So you can get real value for him and ideally allow him to restart his career somewhere else. I still believe that Justin Fields' talent is so robust that in the right system with the right coordinator, he could be a super special quarterback. He just hasn't really had it in Chicago. So the Falcons, to me, are going to be in play for a lot of these guys, including Cousins and Fields. So what do you think, Bone, and our fellow Panther fans, when you start hearing this link... And who knows where it goes? But there, but Jordan Schultz is saying there's something here, right? There, there's there's some, there's some smoke and some fire here, whatever the hell the saying is. Where there's smoke, there's fire, whatever. Um, does this worry you? Like, are you like, oh crap, I don't want the Falcons to get Fields, or do you not really care? Uh, it's I'm not losing sleep over it. Like, I'm not like worried because I'm. A, I just need the Panthers back to get competitive to compete with the other teams in the South for a playoff. But it doesn't help per se. Is it wrong to kind of view it as I did David Carr last year, where it's not ideal? I like Fields. I think he helps them, but I don't think he's a quarterback that's all of a sudden going to put him on another level of, you know, 12 wins, 13 wins, and separate further. Fields is going to help him. He's good. But I view it, I view Carr and Cousins and Fields all kind of the same. He helps them, but it's not one where I'm getting angry and mad and losing sleep over it. I don't. I don't think it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I've heard. So, I've seen some Panther fans on Twitter act like this is. I don't know, like they are adding, you know, an, uh, Patrick Mahomes or something. I feel like some Panther fans have overdone it a little bit here in this NFC South. If Justin Fields came in with those weapons and a defense that did improve last year, although they have some old guys on it. Like, would I be like, could they be favorites to win the division? Yeah, I think that's possible with Justin Fields, but it doesn't feel like he is going to, I don't think he's good enough to where he makes them like, oh my God, they're going to set the bar so high now. Like Atlanta's going to make it so hard to catch them in the NFC South as we rebuild. I don't really view it that way. I mean, right. his numbers got better last I prefer year. Not, I, I prefer the Falcons to have nothing there yes. at all, like kind of like they've had. I would prefer but, them to keep uh, dealing with the with the Riddler there. You know what yes. I mean? Or Heine. Uh, or Heine. Yeah, Riddler and Heine. I would re much rather have him do it. So I, it's not ideal, but like I don't feel like this should scare Panther fans. I know he's a great athlete and runner. I know that he had his best passing season this year, and I don't think it's a coincidence they finally gave him a weapon in DJ Moore. I don't know. Are we underselling it? There's a lot of weapons there. I just I think he's all right at quarterback. Yeah. A bit above average. But I don't I certainly don't think they're getting a great quarterback if they get Justin. I mean, Fields. what's their ceiling with Fields? I mean, are they going much further than ten and seven? No, that's what I was going to think. In this division, that that matters. But I don't, I don't think Matt that they're going to get Fields and all of a sudden over time be uncatchable. 
You know what I mean? I think you can get as long as you get back. The most important thing here is not what Atlanta is doing. It's you trying to get better yourself. So they can go do whatever they want to do. I'm focused on Bryce Young. Go, go get whatever quarterback you want to, and we'll figure it out. But he's not a he's not a franchise changer to me per se. Yeah, that's kind of the way I look at it. Like it'll improve them, and like if they if you tell me, hey, they're going to win the next two Souths with Fields, I could see that. But I don't feel like it's an uncatchable team if Fields is their quarterback. Uh, TC says they will run the South if they go get Justin Fields. But what does that really mean well, congr- right now? Congratulations. It's like running a little daycare, right? You know I mean? like, oh, they will be the tallest Smurf out there at this point. But are they something that should be feared? Are they a Super Bowl contender with Justin Fields? No. That's what I don't view it as. I don't think so. I don't think so. Not Plus, saying we're, well, like, not saying we I know they way to love go, Raheem Morris down there, but I, I, how's that going to go? I don't, I don't even know. know about Raheem, if to be you're honest not, with you. You're not pairing up Fields with like an offensive mastermind either, right? If you had Fields with like Sean Payton like from last year or – Oh, even Arthur Smith for his. If you had an offensive like guy with Fields, I go. Oh, that's a who's their OC? Uh, is it was it Zach Robinson? Is yeah, that who, is that who it was? I think they did right. He was with the Rams under McVay. He's also uh, a former PFF it's, analyst. It's Zach Robinson. Uh, he's also he could be the next Slowick though. He was a PFF analyst. Was in he the an past. Oklahoma State quarterback? He was. Right? Oklahoma yeah. State QB. That's right. Was he was he involved in the uh, whole uh, "I'm a man, I'm forty" speech? No, that was. Was he part of it, though? I don't know. Was, was he the other quarterback involved? I, I don't remember that. Who were the quarterbacks involved? I'm a man. I'm 40. Yeah. That's a good question. I can't remember. That's a, that's an interesting question. Mac and Bone with you. So all this noise. Yeah, he was there 05 to 09. So so he, was was in that he was involved in something. He could be. Yeah, yeah. So all this noise that Jordan Schultz, the insider, told Zach Gelb about when Atlanta and Fields, does that worry you? This texter says, I love the way Mac acts like Justin Fields is no big deal when he is three times better than the Panthers' starting quarterback. I mean, one's had three years, the other one's had one. And I certainly would not go three times better. You know, as good as, as much, as improved as Fields was, the QB rating was still just 86. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying he didn't play better than Bryce, don't get me wrong. But, like, you know, I feel like, I don't like, what's Justin Fields' ceiling? I don't view it as extremely high, personally. I know he's going to have more weapons. I just don't view it as high. And, and obviously, now, Mac. The Bears are willing to move on for another quarterback already from him, too. They they got their eyes set on one of the drafted quarterbacks. So if Justin Fields' ceiling was seen to be so high, they would trade one. They would go get they'd, Marvin Harrison Jr. They'd go get somebody else to help Justin Fields. This texture says the same thing. I think it's funny you're talking down at Fields when he's 10 times better than, Bri- than Bryce will ever be. You, really? Bri- he's not 10 times better than Bryce right now. Get Bryce some some actual weapons, and then let's start talking. Now, what do you think about this text, Bone? Mac, to your point, I would be way more worried if Atlanta added Cousins in free agency than if they traded for Justin Fields. So how do you feel about that if they give if they bring Kirk Cousins in and give him those weapons? The big question I have about Cousins is the injuries coming off of. Is he yeah. 35 years old, right? I'm not mistaken saying that, Kirk Cousins? I think so. He is yeah, in yeah. his mid-30s. He's coming off a torn Achilles. I think he is almost underrated at this 35. point. 35, and, and he'll be but 36 before the season starts. I think with those weapons and what he does, I probably have more fear in general of Kirk Cousins, but I don't know what Kirk Cousins is going to be off the injury. If he's regular Kirk Cousins, that might be a big problem for their offensive weapons. I just I, I don't have any idea to know what Kirk Cousins is going to be. Those Achilles, man, we're, we'll see about Aaron Rodgers too. We've seen guys come back quicker than before for those. 
But that's one of the most devastating injuries you can have. Aaron Rodgers told us he was going to be back in 10 minutes, actually. You know what I mean? That's how fast he was going to get. But it's funny. We never actually saw him come back. Interesting. As far as Cousins goes, I kind of look at it in a similar vein. Um, has he played at a higher level than Fields? Certainly. So I guess, you know, if he can be himself with those weapons, I guess it's a little more scary. But the thing is, he'll be 36 when the season starts. He's coming off an Achilles. How long is he going to play? So how long would we have to deal with him in Atlanta? And the other thing, too, is I still don't view it as like, oh, my God, Kirk Cousins goes to Atlanta and they're an NFC title. I don't know if I view it that way. No, I view it as, yes, they can win the division. For in the next couple of years. But to me, it's all about and I think this is what you were trying to say, Bone. It's all about how well the Panther rebuild goes with Dan and Dave and company and Bryce. If they if we pull off a good rebuild, I don't think there's any I think we can I don't think it's crazy to think that you can get yourself better than Atlanta with Fields or Cousins. But if this thing bone starts if this thing goes the same way it has for the previous six years, I mean we won't sniff the Falcons. Mac, right? uh, I did the research. So Oklahoma State back then had a quarterback named Bobby Reed. He got benched for new quarterback Zach Robinson. Oh, okay. And the columnist questioned if Bobby Reed had attitude problems and did a column on the attitude problems of the quarterback that Zach Robinson was replacing. That led to the I'm a man, I'm 40, come talk to me speech from him. So, okay. But you were right. Yeah, he was the quarterback. Not How'd the you guy, remember Not that? the guy he was defending, but he was the quarterback that replaced the guy he was defending. How'd you remember that? That's good. Because um, I, got a, I got a steal... Uh, Trap. Yeah. <laughs> I almost forgot the word trap. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, Big Nick Energy says Kirk was Excuse also uh, he says Kirk was also stripping at the NFL awards the other day. I'm sure he's ready to go. That is true. Does that dance transfer over into playing the quarterback position? That magic Mike dance he was doing on stage? We shall see. <laughs> when we come back, Mac, we go to Utah. We talk to our guy, Sam Farber of the Hornets Radio Network, about the surging Hornets. Maybe some all-star stuff. Sam Farber joins us next. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Two seven WFNZ. I just gave a retweet to our question of the day poll. Um, you can find it uh, WFNZ Twitter or my Twitter. Now uh, we got into this conversation earlier. I complained a little bit on behalf of NC State about the no call on Horn at the end of the game. Um, State fans really didn't complain, but we got into a question of Duke, Carolina State fans who complains more about the refs, 
Keep voting on the poll. We need yeah. more than uh, we got 194 votes. We need a bigger sample than this. But NC State has taken the lead in the poll. Oh, shot. Order officially restored. <laughs> what, Who's what, in last? Who's in last now? Duke is now in last. This is where I want Duke in last. Um, I. Uh, what did Willie P say though? Willie P State said, one, Duke two, two and then Carolina, Carolina three, three, and then he threw I, Wake in there for some reason. I think he really well. Wake, yeah, Wake doesn't complain at all, do they? Their fan, their fans. They don't how have many any, fans exist. Yeah, that's Let's true. Uh, watch on. the game on Saturday, and if something goes awry, you will see something happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, don't complain if Duke gets six. Yeah, we may have to Saturday revisit at that rate. All right, but anyway, get, also, get, for get some, your votes in, y'all. For some reason this year, Clemson fans complain towards me. I'm not sure what happened here. Yeah, what could that have been about all right let's do this though man while you vote go to at mac wfnz or at wfnz and find the poll and cast your vote but uh right now let's focus on another type of basketball the professional variety the new look charlotte hornets ladies and gentlemen this squad getting ready to take to the floor tomorrow night in utah and i have to tell you i miss them I want to see this team play again. They won three straight when we last left them after they made those trades. And here to talk about it is Sam Farber, voice of your Charlotte Hornets. Sammy, what's going on, man? What's happening, guys? I, I love the uh, conversation here about who complains about the refs more. My general complaint about the college refs is it takes them 45 minutes to do the last True. 45 seconds of every oh, game. Replay. I mean, I've watched a lot of college basketball the last few days, and – it is it is rough to watch them trying to decipher who the ball went out of bounds on for the last three minutes of every game. They just can't seem to do it. They had one brutal. last night in the State-Syracuse game last night. They had one where they were over there for like four minutes and still didn't review a three-pointer also that was on the line. So they're over there for four minutes, Mac and Sam, and still didn't get everything needed in that review. They still missed something there. They had to go back and do it again later. Uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, it's not shocking. It is not shocking at all. Uh, Sam, so what what uh what was your what did your all star break consist of? You get some good R and R in? Tell me you didn't just watch referees botch the end of games the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we we got a lot of rest, uh, a lot of family time, which was much needed. Um, and yeah, just capitalized on the break here for for a little bit. It, it, it's one of those things. I mean, I used to work the kind of hours you guys did uh, doing morning drive hours, and you don't realize how tired you are until you finally sleep. So it felt good to finally capitalize on getting a few days off, and we're rested and recharged and uh, reinvigorated and ready to go here for the stretch run. Well, I certainly miss you. I had no one to talk to uh, most of the week while you've been gone. Uh, Sam, how much further ahead is Brandon Miller at this point from where you thought he would be, and where is he the furthest ahead right now? Well, I think in his scoring, it's undeniable. I mean, he was scoring top 15 for the month, still is for the month of February, not just compared to rookies or younger players, but everybody and everyone ahead of him was just in Indianapolis for the All-Star game for something. So, I mean, he's scoring at a really elite level. But I think one thing we've learned from the Cavalry coming and all of these fresh, healthy bodies coming via trade is that it's not just empty calories. It's not just scoring because someone has to take shots. Even when you factor in, you know, more, uh, you know, healthy shooters and, and healthy players who have experience in the NBA, Miller still is one of the leading shot takers and shot makers on the team, and they're winning. So that is a huge step forward here in terms of what he can do. And now, if you, if you put all the pieces together, uh, either toward the end of this season or uh, you know next season, and you get 
healthy LaMelo Ball, healthy center, healthy everybody, uh, maybe Brandon Miller is that guy who can be one of the top two scorers on a team making a playoff run. Sam, I said, you know, in the intro uh, when we were bringing you on that I'm missing the Hornets, you know, like I, I want to see this fun group get back out there. All right. The all-star break came. You said it last week. It came at a time where it's like, we don't want to stop things. We're earlier. I think we would have <laughs> gladly taken a break. Um, do you think they kind of pick up where they left off? I know they're going on the road now. I know there's going to be some tougher games in here. Can they pick up where they left off? Or do you have a worry that this break kind of... I don't know, just kind of stops that momentum a little bit. What do you think? Well, I, I don't worry so much because a, a lot of the cake is baked here, okay? We're, we're talking about a 10-and-a-half game gap between the Hornets and the postseason, and there's 28 games to go. So a lot has to go right for things to materialize into a playoff berth here for, for Charlotte, or, or a play-in berth is really what they're aiming for right now. Um, but overall level of play was you know, really good, and I think it was just based around being healthy and having available guys there to shoot. You weren't going to the very, very, very end of your bench every single game out of necessity. So, you know, can they keep it going? You're right. Some of this is, is going to be dictated by the level of opponent they have. Uh, they're going to, you know, play some more playoff teams this trip alone. you got Milwaukee and Golden State. You've got a back-to-back right at the start of it. Uh, so it's not an easy schedule, and you're on the road a lot. So it's a different set of challenges for the new-look Hornets. But uh, you just want to see the competitiveness, that level of play, continue. And if it ends up in wins, that's great. If it doesn't right now, like I said, a lot of the cake is already baked. But wouldn't it be nice for the Hornets to make some kind of miraculous run here and make it interesting? Stranger things have happened. Sam, I can't tell here. Like, I was going to propose to you that you and I, because Bone Bone uh, did not want to hear this from listeners. He didn't want to hear this yes, uh, last week about their chances of making a run to the play-in and going. I just don't and, want hopes and, to get And up. losing, like, three games the rest of the year. If I start a play-in express, are you jumping <laughs> on with me? Because it seems like you might not want to jump on with me, Sammy. Look, I would love nothing more than for an epic run to happen and Charlotte to make the postseason. But we're we're talking like scenes at a major league here where it's like every win we take off a section. You know what I'm talking about. So, like, I mean, I, I don't know who we're putting on the poster board. It, it must be some kind of punishment for Flound Dog or one of the producers over there. Uh, <laughs> oh, they won't want to win. If we unveil another section of Flounder every oh, win, yeah. they'll, they'll purposely <laughs> lose every game. I, I that mean, might be the worst idea for... Sam's ever had. <laughs> you, you might do it. You do a dance for every Panthers. But so let, let's see. Let's see if they're within. Let's say if they're within nine when they come back from this trip. They're within nine. Let's start talking about who goes on the poster and, and, and see what, what happens here. That'd be fun. There he is. So it's possibility, Bone, that'll join the wagon. He wants to see the road trip first. I, Bo- and I, our wagon will run you over, Bone, all right? I, I know Sam well. Uh, once they beat Utah, we'll talk to Sam again on Friday and see where he's at. <laughs> uh, Sam, what what do you say? We Last week we dealt with a lot of uh, – you'll be shocked here. Uh, there's a lot of paranoid fans out there that were worried that the Hornets are winning now without LaMelo – and Lamelo could come back and mess things up. What do you say to the people that are worried about Melo meshing with the group that's played all of three games together? Um, I, I hate to deliver devastating news here, but Lamelo is a major, major piece of this. No team on earth turns down good players, let alone great players. And Lamelo Ball is a great player. I, I understand that you know we're. Maybe you have some fans that are focused more on his absence. 
than what he did when he was available. But when he was available, he was having the best season of his career. He was scoring 30 points every night. He was threatening double-doubles and triple-doubles left and right. So he is elite. He is right up there in, in terms of you know the young, fresh faces at point guard in the game with Tyrese Halliburton. And so it, it's about availability. And I, I, you, know, you don't want to punish a player for being, uh, being hurt. And uh, look... If the Hornets are going to make this epic run now, their chances are helped a whole heck of a lot by having LaMelo Ball. If they're going to get where they want to go in the future, LaMelo Ball is a key to it. He's a, he's a centerpiece, and having him healthy is enormous. So, uh, I, look, uh, I, I don't think he is going to be the reason returning. Uh, him returning would not be the reason to derail a three-game win streak. If anything, it would be the reason that they would go on to win 28 in a row or something crazy is, like that. So is it pretty much like a guarantee he's returning tomorrow? No, I don't have any news like that. I, I would expect okay. there will be some kind of announcement uh, today in terms of an injury you know, update um, or just you know, availability for the game tomorrow. But no, I don't know anything. I know he's here with the team, as all the players are. They're, they're getting ready to practice, getting ready to roll against Utah. But whether or not he's going to be on the floor for it, I don't know. That's right. We're talking to Salt Lake Sammy Salt right Lake now. Salt Lake Sammy, you know I like right? it. Yeah. Uh, speaking, you don't the slopes. Uh, speaking of that, Sam, I did some research here. I found you a uh, place to check out here in the uh, Utah area. Here, So uh, there's, there's a, a, an, a 1970s sitcom icon that's got some kind of... No, this is it. You, did find, the, find you did find Fonzie in Milwaukee, which was tremendous. This is called the Shooting Star Saloon. It's the okay. it's the oldest saloon west of the Mississippi. It's been there since 1879. They're known for their star burgers. It's two patties with cheese, Polish, knackwurst, and bacon. It says here the staff is grumpy. They're curmudgeons. The service is kind of bad. It's cash only. You're not supposed to tell the locals that you're not from there, but it's the time of your life, Sam. You'll never forget your experience at the Shooting Star Saloon. <laughs> What is Mackwurst? What is that? Uh, knack, knackwurst. Polish Knackwurst. knackwurst. Uh, apparently, it's legendary great. west of the Mississippi. I don't what know. What the heck is that? Knackwurst. Sam, Sam, Where's I Willie promise, P when we need him? Sam, you need to go there and check it out, man. Just don't tell people you're not from there, apparently. You might get in the bar. Uh, apparently not. <laughs> Mac, I, I might do it just to find out what Mackwurst is so that you can you know, appropriate it and take it for yourself. Hey, this is now Mackwurst. Yeah, let's do our version. This looks, like we'll the do place, our this version. this looks like the place where Pee Wee Herman was dancing on the bar. <laughs> <laughs> All the better. All the better. All right, Sammy, enjoy your time out there, man, and we will talk to you next week. Hopefully these boys are still rolling when we talk to you next week. I certainly hope so. I'm going to miss you guys on this road trip. Hope to see everyone back at the Hive. Leap day, February 29th. That's your only chance for the next four years to see the Hornets play on February 29th. So you got to go to that, right? There you go. All right, there you go. That is Sam Farber, ladies and gentlemen, voice of the Hornets, joining us live from Utah. I got to tell you, I don't know if Sam survived in five minutes at the Shooting Star Saloon. You don't think he's made for that? He's not built for that? This looks like a place, Matt, where people just get thrown out the door. Does it look like a roadhouse-type establishment? Is that that what we're looking at? We may have sent Sam into the next level of Utah What are you trying to do to poor Salt Lake City, Sam? Because anytime you can get Polish knackwurst, I don't even know. have any idea what that is. Are are we going to avoid the most concerning part of that interview, by the way? That that? apparently they want a naked cutout of me that gets peeled apart? That when was they well, win it's, games? It's, it's something to be considered. That what was, in the world? I have a feeling Schlotkin will not approve that. Like that was that was uh, Sammy no, Spitball. I have a feeling that that idea will be shot down. We, uh, it's win by win. We rip off the Tar Heel gear off a of flounder. Copeland says it's net worst. 
Okay. Well, I'm reading how, how is it spelled? N K N A C K W W U R S T. We okay. need a clarification so from one I, man. I, I can't possibly. Where's the P man? Send a text in, Willie, if Come you know on. how to pronounce it. I mean, it. I, I'm just. I mean, K N A C K. W-U-R-S-T. I've never heard of it. I mess up a lot of words. I don't know what to do with that one there. Never heard of that in my dang life. Come on, man. Um, I will say this about the Hornets' um, optimism, because, of course, we got another one of those snarky texts. I've never seen a town so happy about a three-game winning streak that gets you to, like, 13 wins or whatever. You know the type of texts that have been sent to this station, because people can't let anybody just be happy, you know, and just enjoy something, even if it's short-term, you know, enjoyment. And the one thing I will say, Bone, is my happiness is not just about, okay, this team's winning games. That Sam's right, ultimately, very well, prove will prove to not be, you know, um, the most monumental wins in the history of the free world. But what I'm excited about is the direction this team has. Yes. Because they have not Preach had – We have not had direction. Under Michael Jordan, there we were directionless. It was a team that, hey, we're kind of rebuilding, but we're also kind of trying to get into the play-in and let's see what happens. It never felt like we totally committed to one or the other. And I'll just give you two examples of media members that are talking about the Hornets in a way that I have not heard the Hornets talked about by the national insiders in years. Um, uh, Jake Fisher the other day talked about how bullish he is on the Hornets GM job and how he believes this GM job now looks very attractive to candidates. Because they have a direction and they have some assets for the future that they've acquired. The other one was Bobby Marks, who after the trade deadline said the Hornets are one of his winners because they now have a direction. They are now doing it the right way. So you've got guys, Bone, that have barely said a nice word about the Hornets ever that are looking at this saying, hold on now. Under new ownership, it looks like there's an actual plan. So that, you know, Captain Snarky out there, Captain Snarky Pants, you want to sit there and freaking just try to ruin our day because we can't smile about Grant Williams and Seth Curry winning games or something. It's more than that. And if you can't see this, you just want to be a miserable lout. You know, we're also watching guys we th- think could be part of something. We watched a lot of guys recently that. We, we kind of knew it's just a matter of time before they're gone or they try to trade them. They did. Rogier, we kind of knew. Eh. Gordon Hayward, the contract was expiring. PJ was always kind of in that middle ground. We watched a lot of guys, Mac, that we didn't know what their futures may be here. You watch these guys, and it still may be that to some degree, but there's young talent that were like, okay, how does this guy fit in? How does Trey Mann fit in? How does Misich fit in? Grant yeah, Williams, we yeah. know he's here. We're right, watching we guys. Have any keepers here, we can envision you know? some keepers here. Yeah. Role players. We now go to so, yep. so it's not worst. Knock, knock. I'm sorry. still I, didn't get it right. I've now screwed it up three times. Yeah. It is knock worst. Someone says it's a hot dog. This guy says it's delicious. This dude says Willie P would screw it up. <laughs> well, someone, someone <laughs> bring us so in some. Harsh. Someone bring us in some. Uh, what's it called? Not worst. Knock, knock. No. And how many ways have we said this, by the way, incorrectly? Knock worst. Knock worst. Yeah. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Well, but- someone has an idea of how we can get some knock worst. Let us know. We now go to the uh, fully clothed Flounder Pagnata with the morning feet. Yes, I am uh, currently keeping my clothes on over here. Thank you. Best news of the day. All right. Uh, This report is sponsored by Progressive. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. Well, we talked a little bit about it earlier, but for those that weren't here to hear the conversation about the 12-team playoff, the new format was officially approved yesterday. It will be a 5 
uh, auto bid plus seven uh, at large bid format. This is different from the previous format, of course, because the previous one you had the top five or you, the what top six conference uh, winners. Because you had the Power Five conferences, they wanted to probably get all of them in. You would expect any year that that would probably happen. Now, with the Pac-12 gone, they're going down to five auto bids. Uh, and, of course, uh, that does mean that uh, with the auto bids, uh, that no- uh, Notre Dame will not be able to get a buy in yeah. this system. That that part does not change from the original oh, system. Oh, Matt got cranked oh, oh, oh. up And we're going to talk about this a bunch at 925. Do we like it? Do we think it's perfect? Do we think there should still be tweaks in two years when the contract's up? By the way, I hate to interrupt. It's not... Oh, you always do. You always, hate, you always hate to get your words in there. <laughs> it's Nachtwurst. <laughs> Nachtwurst. There's a V. The W sounds like a V. Oh, so that caveat's in there and now. The, what? And... Oh. The description sounds unbelievable. Some guy sent in a description, and I'm literally drooling like Pavlov's dog. So oh it's my not. god, it's a sausage. It's we, a sausage. I'm gonna try to say it like in the flow of conversation. Hey, do you have any knock vests? <laughs> there you go, baby. Why do I sound like Balky from Perfect Strangers? All you need to do. Oh, we need some knock vests. Just put on some leader hosen now, and you're set, baby. By the way, all this talk for me just to bring up a random place in Salt Lake City, Utah. That Sam will never attend. When we come back here on the Mac and Bone Show on this Wednesday, oh no, it's time, isn't it? My top five reality shows of all time, my top five favorites. I don't want to do it. But contractually, when the Mac Man asks, I got to deliver. Reality TV top five next. Sports Radio 92.7 WFND. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Yo, do I got enough chapstick on, Louie? Dude, do I have enough chapstick on, Tony? You need a lot of chapstick, bro. Louie! Louie, you're gonna get all the girls! Jersey. I'm gonna f*** this bump till my f***ing falls off! This bump like this, Louie! Yo, you ain't bleeding all over, Louie, bro! Oh, my bad, my bad! Oh, you're gonna be in the eyes, Louie! <laughs> How many f***ing that they're gonna tell you? Don't fish pump next to my eye! FPC, fist pump, push up, chapstick. Fist up, push up, chapstick. Fist up, push up, chapstick. All right, Mac and Bone with you. Is that old school Jersey Shore? That is. That, is. that is that's right why, there. I thought I right. It doesn't even sound anything it. like the show is now. It's crazy to hear Bone, that. Bone, do you remember where they were the season that that happened? Ooh, was that in? Uh, was that in Italy? That is Italy. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, tell you. Really? Okay. All right. They, I, they they are so different now than that. That's why it's like, oh my, I can't even tell who's who in that episode. They're new and mature. It's the mature, uh, grown uh, Jersey Shore crew. I did I did enjoy Jersey. There was a couple of years there where I really enjoyed uh, the Jersey Shore uh, GTA crew. Maybe there's more on that momentarily. We don't know, see. do we? We don't, we don't know what's going to happen We're going to see. There are people asking for Jersey Shore to be on here, Bone, but this is your list. You watch more reality TV than anybody. I know you are the perfect person to do this list. So without further ado, and everybody feel free to send in their commentary from the peanut gallery, 704-570-9610 on the text line. But uh, let me know, Bone Man, what, uh, what is on your top five reality shows ever list? I, I hate to inform uh, Rick Smith Stan on the WFNZ FanDuel text line. Lizard Lick Towing uh, did not make this uh prestigious list. Oh, here. solid <laughs> show. I base this, Matt. These are, these are obviously my favorites. It's subjective. And I had to narrow it down. And I thought, if I wouldn't miss an episode, if I go home and I have to watch one right away, or even some of these, I've missed entire seasons because I got bored. I didn't care. If I miss a whole entire season of something, probably not going to make the list. Still would like it. For example, Survivor, not on this, right off the top. Ooh, because I want... I wow. Major impact, Man. major impact, right? But I've skipped entire seasons. So these other ones up here in the top five, like you I'm don't not, skip anything. No. Mm. Not even an episode for these, no, you don't skip. No, and number, okay. number five, I number went to five. My, my source, Mac here. Because Mac watches a lot too. And I said, is this show too new to be an all-time top five? Mac said it's probably in his. I think it's going to get better and better. And a lot of these stars of reality shows that we're talking about are in this show. It's got elements of Survivor, Big Brother, The Housewives. All your reality shows are in, Mac. Peacocks, The Traders. I love The Traders, man. I'm so happy you put this in here. Only in its second season, though, but I'm telling you, this show is unique, man. That's second, right. It's just different. Second season in America, although it's a sensation, you know, other places, it's only going to get better. And if you like all these other shows, chances are there's probably someone that you've watched on a show involved yes. in this show. Yeah. It's, it's a mixture. It's a mingling of all these shows. The, the format's great, and it's all about someone getting mad at Mad at the traitors. I love the Scottish dude that hosts the show in a kilt, too. That guy cracks Alan? me oh, up, yeah, man. So anyway, that's awesome. That yep. is awesome. But how many others? So that's one I watch. But you could, you watch a bunch I don't watch. Yeah, and I think so. traders could move up here at some point. I just it, It's too soon to, yeah. to tell where yeah. it's going to go. Number four. Now, there's a various uh, franchises with this show. But I'm just going to go for the original, although most of them are great. I'm going Bravo's Below Deck. Oh, the cast drama. It's never boring because of that. And also, there's always new guests that come in and stir it up. It feels like of a lot of these shows, it feels like kind of what you see is what you get. It doesn't feel like, I mean, some of it is that way, but it feels like the drama's legit and not staged because they're working on the boat. So the, the, the captains are great. There's always chef drama below deck. Now there's like four or five of those. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just going to put it in general. That below deck is number four. Yeah. Most. Some people were naming it. I have never watched it. I, the only thing I know is that's a lot, what, of, a lot of hookups and infighting with the crew. Uh, and it sounds kind of entertaining people to me. Fired for swimming off the boat and swimming away. Oh yeah. That oh, sounds kind of entertaining. The only thing I know is that woman Kate came from there, right? Yeah. The woman that's on the traders. Yep. She kind of cracks think me about up. Her, Seems like she's a piece of work. Think about her as a boss type person. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. She must no, create some drama. Number three, one of Max shows as well. You know, you got to be really dedicated to the cause because it's a lot. There's a lot of episodes. There's a lot of following. And 
Big Brother to me is number three. This is my favorite of all time reality show. My, my wife and I live for this show every summer, man. Big Brother's number three. Not, not really a whole lot of complaining about that. You know, some seasons are not as good as others, but that goes for any cast in there. So I love the, the way they try to mix it up a little bit. And you get, you get to follow it all the time. It's always going on, right? Go to Twitter, figure out. It's a, Dude, we watch the live cam sometimes. Yeah. Which yeah. goes to show how little of a life I have in the middle of summer. <laughs> yeah. I don't really have much going on. Number but two, yes, I love it. Number two is Jersey Shore. Woo. Now, if you stop following around 2011, you may think that it's just like Flounder put on the audio there, that it's all about the Guidos and that. And that is a major part of how it became a phenomenon. Is it the same type of show it was before in terms of pop culture phenomenon with that, with that 2009 range? No, but you've now watched this cast grow as it came back a couple years ago. Now you're following their lives. Now they're relatable. Now you're watching this past episode situation was in tears about nearly dying from a heroin addiction. You're watching Angelina meet her father and that saga, her real father, that saga and the drama. So, yeah, there's a lot of goofiness like before, but there's also a lot of real life. There's a situation went to jail, right? There's a lot of real life intertwined with the goofiness in there. I can't say enough about it. This show right now to me is more compelling and better TV even than it was really? before. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I liked it when they were beating that beat. When the cops are here, that's when I liked it. You know I mean, was, they were going out and shenanigans was going yeah. on. That's fun. Yeah. But it feels, you know, some of it is, of course, staged a little bit. But it feels more real as humans. And you can't say enough about the situation and what a dude that guy became. Is it still, like, are a lot of people, like, did a lot of people stick with it? I yeah. mean, I guess so, because a lot of people have texted in saying yeah, Jersey no, Shore better yeah. be on here. No, and, you, and think yeah. about it. They've been around for 15 years. My thing Sammy, with the, Sammy just came back last season after Sammy a decade gone. Yeah, yeah Ronnie's like still work his way back in here at some point. Ronnie, Ronnie, was a, Ronnie was a fool, though. Ronnie's slightly toxic, and my number, I feel like, for my, Sammy. My number, one, <laughs> my number one, Mac, because I don't think we're talking about these shows unless the real world came out in 1992. It went on for a long time. Some of it got a little diluted along the way, but reality TV, I think, owes a ton to what MTV did with the real world, putting people in a house. It's the OG, man. The initial franchise, whatever season you love, we're not talking about Jersey Shore. We're not talking about all these shows. The real world established something way back in the day that paved the way for Survivor to blow up the competition shows for Big Brother. We don't have any of this stuff. Unless the real world came along and did all this. It's the OG show, man. So what are the best seasons, though? Like, I liked Vegas. Was Miz on Vegas? What was Miz on? Miz is on New York. New York. Okay, I like, I like that one. Trishel on Vegas, right? Yes, she was. Yeah, remember and, on that the, one? and on the Traders now. Uh, she's on the Traders now. Uh, Seattle. Seattle. Seattle was, was a good great. one, too. When when that uh, when that ridiculous uh, out of control dude Steven slapped my girl Irene yeah. man that wasn't right. I never really ranked all the seasons. I, I kind of enjoyed them all. I have to go back and figure that out. But I just the whole franchise as a whole needs. The, Hawaii was fun when they went to Hawaii for that year with Ruthie and Tech. That he, was a fun. People year. are mad the challenge didn't get on here. You are like so all about the challenge. Well, in fairness, I was kind of counting the real world in all that stuff too. That's why that's why I'm, I kind of put that in there a little bit. I've never watched if the I channel. Wanna, if I want to separate the challenge from the real world, well, then I, I can. But I kind of left it as well. Here's the thing with me and reality shows. I They have a shelf life for me. 
eventually I'm tired of watching you. Like, except for Big Brother. That's the only one that I will not miss any season of. But like Survivor, I got tired of it. Even The Bachelor, everybody make fun of me for watching. I eventually got tired of The Bachelor. Um, Real World, I felt like I grew out of it. Like I became too old to watch that. Like so, it, like I can't stick with a reality show the way you can, Bone. You are a faithful and, and man I, to I, your show. I'm a big fan of Orange County in New Jersey, housewise. But here's the issue, though. Sometimes I hate watching. <laughs> I watch it because they make me so angry on that show. So it's up there, but I, I like those. Other, and I'll miss some episodes along the way. I like those ones more. So it was Traders, Below Deck, Big Brother, Jersey Shore, Real World. You want to throw the challenge with that? So you which, can, which reality shows uh, did Bone not give proper respect to? Which ones are do you love that you wanted to hear named? And you are upset. 704-570-9610. Hit us up on the text line if we did not say to show you love. When we come back, I love gold! <laughs> I don't know why that just happened. Adam Gold, 99.9 The Fan in Raleigh. He's going to talk ACC hoops, the Canes, whatever comes up. Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ.